Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 72 of Franco's World. You made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. It's a big deal. We've made it this far as a collective unit, and without uh, you, well, I'd, I'd probably still do the show, but it wouldn't be as fun. So thank you very much for listening. Remember, I'm I'm everywhere podcasts are, so go to wherever it is you listen to the show. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Leave a little review. Positive vibes only, okay? If you're negative... It, disregard this message but positive review only okay and uh you know just to help the show grow and then we can all be big time we can all do it together as a, as a team here we're all a team all right i'm not a me guy i'm a we guy we know this uh today's episode i want to talk about um opinions opinions are very it's very uh i don't know polarizing obviously you have people with very staunch opinions to each side of whatever issue you might have but he, I, I want to share a couple of my opinions, and then we'll get into the opinions that you had, uh, the question that I posed on my Instagram story at World underscore. I want to talk about this. Here's my opinion on, on something. When people say in their Twitter account, opinions are my own, not that of my employer. Are you acting like that's your get-out-of-jail-free card? You just say that? Oh, opinions are my own, you know? Lowe's didn't, I don't speak for Lowe's. I think we know that. I think we know you don't speak for Lowe's, okay? You work in the lumber yard, all right? You're not really a spokesperson for Lowe's as a whole. I I, I mean, the young professionals uh, do it a lot, especially when they work in the media field, and I get it, you know, everything's content, so one single tweet can be this whole thing. I get that, but you put it in your bio, opinions are my own, not that of not that of my employer. You know, maybe you and your employer do share some opinions. Have we thought about that? Say you are the lumber guy at, at Lowe's and you're like, uh, Home Depot sucks. I think Lowe's would share that opinion with you. You know, so there's two sides to that. <laughs> I, I mean, opinions are my own. They just think that's like this whole, I don't know, it makes them impervious to any sort of repercussion from their action it's like opinions are my own not that of my employer it's like i know you don't speak for t-mobile i know this i just can't wrap my brain around that that's something i wanted to share about opinions but the people that tend to say things like well you have your opinion and i have mine people that say that like that's their thing they tend to have like the worst opinions out of everybody you know they just come out with these outlandish takes and it's like well you have your opinion i have mine yeah, well, yours is wrong, and that's my opinion that yours is wrong. And that's the thing about social media. Everybody thinks that their opinion weighs more than somebody else's. And I'm here to tell you right now, folks, there's a lot of people on social media that shouldn't be allowed to have it in, in, in general. Not everyone's opinion was made to be heard, as sad as that sounds. But there are some crazy people in this world. There are some people that just have bananas ideas. And that's no knock towards them. You know, maybe you can start your own app. That's my opinion on that. You start your own app, you know? And see who can come up with the craziest take. I don't know. I don't know what Reddit's like. Maybe that's what Reddit is. But I want to talk about opinions today. Um, I asked a question on my Instagram story uh, at Franco's World underscore. Let me pull it up here. And I got a lot of responses, so this will take a little bit of time, and then I'm going to close with uh, that. But holy cow, I can't even get the... I can't even get my stuff to load because my Wi-Fi is so bad. My mom is talking to my sister. That's an international call on Wi-Fi. 
whatever. So that's taking up all of our Wi-Fi because we're stuck in West Virginia right now. And all, you know, West Virginia has its own uh, here. A lot of people have their own opinions on West Virginia. They think we're dumb people. They think we're not smart. But really what it is, is we've just been whored out by legislature and our government. And it's like, obviously, we have no jobs. Okay, West Virginia, there was a, a city in West Virginia in the 50s and 60s. No, not 60s, 50s, maybe 40s, too. Uh, coal mining town and it had more millionaires than like new york city did per capita or per whatever the block is it's like billionaires row in middle of nowhere west virginia and all these coal mining companies they came in and they absolutely decimated the 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 state and now it looks ugly because we have all this mountaintop strip mining removal and that's great that you and your uncle and your grandmama's sister baby cousin were coal miners and i get that and that's fine i have relatives that were in the coal mines too Okay, but the coal jobs aren't coming back. We need to move on. We need to uh, move on to something more high tech. Uh, this this hyperlink that we're getting from Virgin and that crazy guy who lives on the island always always wears the Leonard uh, Leonard Skinner, the linen pants. What's his name? Richard, I think. The Virgin, the Virgin guy. I mean, it's great that we're getting this hyperlink. You know, it's going to bring a lot of jobs into the state. Granted, they're all going to be manual labor things. We need some more. We need some more longer lasting things than these manual labor jobs. You know what I mean? That 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 Kool-Aid may be sweet, my friend, but you will get cavities. I promise you that with these manual labor jobs. Look what happened with the coal mining. OK, that's just a fact of the matter. And I'm pretty sure the universities are probably just going to teach, you know, the students how to work on these hyperlink things um, uh, from a from a technology standpoint, which is great. You know, just to keep more people into the state. But I'm just so tired. There's this movie coming out, and I don't know what it is. It's something about hillbilly, something, you know, the mom's on crack, and the grandma raises a child in Appalachia, and it's just, like, it's just going to reiterate the stereotype that all people from Appalachia are idiots, and they're not at all. Me and all my homies are very well-read, okay? Yeah, maybe some of them have accents, but they're, they're a lot more intelligent than I am. You know, I don't know how to do basic... Long division. I can't do that. But they can. You know, and they're from Appalachia. Again, I'm just tired of the... That's my opinion on the stereotype of West Virginia. It's like, we're not dumb. We've just been put at such a disadvantage by the people in, in power above us. It's just like the state was just hoard out completely. And it's really sad, honestly. It's like, there's no industry. Like, the education is bad. They're, like, a lot of people are unhealthy because there's no options. And it's like, people get mad it's like oh west virginians they vote for all these things that don't help them it's like because like they just don't know they genuinely don't know and they have very strong uh i guess would i think a lot of west virginians have very strong moral values and it's very hard for them to trust people that don't like west virginians trust west virginians does that make sense like if you randy moss said it actually and he's from the state he's like if you're not from west virginia it's hard for me to trust you and that's because a lot of people from outside the state don't really understand um, what it's like growing up here. So I grew up without Internet. I grew up where we had to conserve water because we didn't have like a like a water resource to get city water. Um, I grew up with TV with rabbit ears on it. And, you know, I got two channels. I had to put tinfoil on the on the on the uh, rabbit ears to get three channels if the leaves were falling at the right time. It's like I'm it, it was in the mid 2000s and, you know, I'm having to live like it's the 1980s. And that's just something that a, a lot of people don't understand is how like at a disadvantage people from West Virginia are. And, you know, I've gotten a lot of advice from a lot of people and whatever 
you know, my regular career and then um, my comedy stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, when I'm applying for jobs, they're like, lie. They say, don't say you're from West Virginia. And that's just the negative stereotype that the state carries. Like I've lied and I've said I've used ex-girlfriends, cousins, apartments. I've lied and said I've used friends, apartments and all that stuff. I mean, it's just it's just sad. And as I'm recording this, my Wi-Fi cut out again because Frontier has a monopoly on the country middle of nowhere, West Virginia, and they have horrible customer service. And no one really cares about the people out here because they know, like I said, it's a monopoly. We're not going to be able to get Internet from anywhere else. We tried Verizon for three days and that didn't work because the plan burnt up instantly because nobody gives West Virginia options. And it's annoying. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this Wi-Fi. I have to drive. Oh, this has become like a therapy session here. I'm not playing poor me. I promise I'm not playing poor me. It'll make for a great story one day. But people don't realize I have to drive 25 minutes to go upload a, a 35-minute podcast. If I did it at my house, an hour worth of, of, say I did an hour podcast, if I uploaded it from my home, you know how long that would take? That would take four hours to upload an hour podcast to the internet at my house. The state in general has just been at such a disadvantage forever. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of everybody. Jim Justice, I know people are going to be like, well, he brought the hyperlink in, but he didn't at all, okay? He did not do that. That was not him. He may be the the head of the snake here, but he is not the person that brought that in. I can promise you that, all right? And I'm not, I'm not even saying that the next guy, Ben, whatever, the Democratic guy is going to do this uh, miraculous thing, okay? I don't even know what he... I don't even know what he stands for because I just know that that West Virginians forever have just been completely taken advantage of. And it's just going to be the same corporation, different division, and people are just going to play politics and the state's just going to get screwed again. And now I can tie it into sports and you have the Big 12. Holy moly, what a horrible league the Big 12 is. Get West Virginia in the ACC now, West Virginia University. Get them in the ACC now, okay? you They put a lot of West Virginia games on ESPN+. Plus. What do you need, ladies and gentlemen in the audience? What do you need to watch ESPN Plus? That's right, internet. And what does West Virginia, one of the states in the Big 12, not have? That's right, folks, internet. And it's just so annoying. These are basic human needs, and we just don't have it. The biggest job supplier in the state of West Virginia is freaking Walmart. And we wonder why people think we're so dumb. It's Walmart. That's that's who gives the most jobs to the state. Walmart. It's annoying. Gosh, the state's just been taken advantage of for so long, and I don't know how to fix it. I don't know why I'm screaming at the corner of my room right now. I'm just doing that because I can. Oh, my gosh. It's just... West, there's a lot of great things in the state, and there's a lot of things I think in the future it could be one of those states. It could be like a Colorado, you know? What happens in Colorado? I don't know. I don't know what happened in Colorado for the past 50 years, but I know now. I know what goes on there now. I know a lot of uh, runners live out there because the altitude. Uh, I know weed's a big thing or whatever you want to call it, cannabis, whatever you want to call it, weed. Uh, I know that's a big thing out there. That's great. You know, that's great. You do whatever you want to do. Um, but I, I know it's a, it's a destination spot for, for a lot of young people. So it's like Nashville, Denver, Boulder, whatever. Uh, and in Austin, Texas, and you know, maybe eventually down the line, West Virginia could be one of those things. I hope so. I'm really, I'm just tired of the negative connotations behind the state. I will do my best to fix it. 
you heard it from me. I will do my best to fix it. Okay. I'm not going to do. So, I mean, like, I'm not going to get mad at Whitney Cummings for making a joke about her, her, her teeth being whatever. Cause she has West Virginia blood. That's just a low hanging fruit joke. I'm not going to get mad at her for it. I'm not going to get mad at any comic for making any joke. That's just me. You know, she's, she's on national TV. She's just doing a light joke. It's not really a big deal. And West Virginia's got so worked up over that. And again, this goes back to West Virginia. And I think, I think, I think this could just be said about anything in general. It's like, if you're not that, then don't talk about that. You know? But I don't really, I, like, I don't really subscribe to that notion. Like, I think you can just joke about anything and talk about anything. This is my opinion. Again, this is my episode, my show. Um, so, yeah, but like, but again, I think the vast majority of West Virginians have a hard time trusting people that aren't from West Virginia. And that's all I have to say about that. But going to like the job application thing, man. Yeah, like I, you just have to lie and say you're not from here when you are from here. And I know like I'm applying to places and and uh, some of them have to do with the media field. And like they're probably going to listen to this episode and be like, oh, he is from West Virginia. He's an idiot. Let's never mind. He's He's out. So I just ostracized myself, which is always good. Let's talk about what I saw on my Instagram story at Franco's World underscore. I asked the question, what a great transition here. I asked the question, what TV uh, character or movie character do you think would do a great job of running the country? Uh, I got some interesting answers, and I'm going to have to uh, look some up as we go along because I, I genuinely don't know who some of these people are. That's just me. Uh, I don't I don't know like characters and movies sometimes or TV shows, but okay. All right, I'm looking people up. All right, all right here we go. Uh, CJ, CJ says Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby, do you mean Ted Mosby or do you mean Mr. Mosby from Sweet Life of Zach? Was that Mr. Mosby from Sweet Life of Zach Cody? I think he could do a pretty good job running the country. He ran the Tipton. The Tipton, as we know, was a luxurious hotel. It was probably designed after the Hilton, uh, if, if my guess is correct. I'm assuming that's what it is. But, I mean, look, he had the hijinks with Zach and Cody he handled. He had, uh, he had London Tipton, who was the heiress to the, to the Tipton fortune. He, uh, he taught her how to drive. That was a hilarious episode, as we all know. He had, uh, what was that? I think Maddie. Well, Ashley Tidsdale's character, whatever. So he gave young young people, young women opportunities. He was an equal opportunity lender there. Um, let's see. We had Esteban Julio Ricardo Montoya Jimenez. Again, he hires minorities. He He's a big inclusion guy. Uh, I don't remember Zach and Cody's mom's name. But he gave her a place to live for free. And, and uh, her payment was just her voice. So he's a pretty good guy. Looking back on it, and I know a lot of people think Mr. Mosby, they think of this tightwad guy. I actually don't hate that answer. Mr. Mosby was probably, he'd probably do a pretty good job of running the country. He's got excellent leadership skills. I like that. That's a good answer. All right. Uh, we'll just say M.A. We'll just say M.A. Uh, just because. I, I like to keep anonymity here, so we'll just go vague. Uh, Furiosa from Mad Max Fury Road. Again, I had not seen Mad Max Fury Road, and I still haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road, but I do know who this person is just by looking at the the pictures here. She's pretty intense, and she could probably beat me up, and she could probably beat up most people. So if we're going to go the old school method of, of taking over positions of power by just conquering them, maybe in a duel of some sort, 
I think she could do a pretty good job. Now, I don't know how we'd, we'd probably turn into a straight-up military state. We'd probably just be utter chaos, because that's all Mad Max Fury Road is. She thrives in chaos. That's what it is. She thrives in chaos. She, she's a big game player. When the lights are on bright, Furiosa, if I'm saying that name right, Furiosa will step up and, and deliver. That's not a bad answer right there. SB says, not sure. And for those wondering what he means by not sure, he's talking about Luke Wilson's character in Idiocracy, which is uh, it's a really funny comedy movie if you haven't seen it yet. It's got uh, Luke Wilson, like I said, Maya Rudolph, uh, Dax Shepard, and who is the big burly guy? Terry Crews. It's got all those guys. And, you know, it's a really funny comedy movie about how the future of the, the country would look. And it's kind of scary to see how we're progressing towards something like that, where we are getting dumber as a society and we're getting more opinionated uh, and then we're not letting other people talk. We're not listening to people and we're just saying, these are my opinions and they're set in stone and I am unwavering and I'm not willing to let any new information in, no matter what side of the color wheel I lie on, red or blue. Um, again, not sure... He's a guy who basically he saved the world. He he was just the most average guy of all time. But he's like, hey, let's stop putting Gatorade on plants and let's put water on plants. And it saved the world. So I'm a big fan of a guy like Not Sure. Uh, I don't know if he has the killer instinct to handle a uh, any sort of attack. If, if we had an attack on our soil, uh, foreign or domestic. But, uh, you know, he can handle a crisis. He can handle a, uh, he can handle a, what I should say, he could handle a crop crisis. He knows how to handle crops. So there's that. He's a military guy, so that's going to get the Republican vote no matter what, you know. Uh, let's see here. MS says, I know it's not super fictional, but Coach Herman Boone from the Member of the Titans. Okay, yes. This, I should have saved that for last. I, I'm reading these in order here as they were sent to me. But Coach Herman Boone, wow. I, and I wish I could do a ton of quotes from that movie because I love Coach Herman Boone. I watched that movie, you know, a billion times as a kid, and I always cried when Gary Berthier got in that car accident. I actually love that movie so much. Here's I'm pulling back the curtain here. Gary Berthier, okay, I didn't know who this guy was. Yeah, I just knew him from the movie, okay? I watched the movie one time, and I got out a, a piece of construction paper Colored construction paper that we used at Vacation Bible School. As we know, church every day if possible in my household. And I wrote down in pencil, GB42. <laughs> I wrote down GB42. I wrote GB42 and taped it on my wall as a kid. And I would just look at that. Sometimes it'd be like, I'm playing for Gary. I'm playing video games for Gary. I'm playing Madden 08 right now. Not 08. Oh, is it 13? I'm playing Madden 04 right now for Gary Bertier. And I'm down right now at halftime. But I'm sick. <laughs> this game's for Gary. That's what I did. I did do that. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot that I did that. That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> But Herman Boone, man. So it's like, oh, you know, well. Dean sings a song and gets the girls, and Jerry makes them laugh. And so he's like, 
Oh, you must be Dean Martin, which makes you Jerry Lewis. I love that scene on the bus. He goes, offensive players on this bus, defensive players on this bus. And and then he goes and he's like, he takes him on that midnight run. And oh my gosh, I need to watch that movie. I love, I love Denzel. I love Denzel. And I love people that can do Denzel impressions because it's so convincing when he just, he just like does this like hammer fist thing where he's just like, and he's like, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. And you can't see my hand, but it's doing the hammer fist thing. He's like, you'll be playing basketball in Pelican Bay. Like, it's just so sharp. He's such a good actor, man. I love Denzel. uh, And I love that movie. And I love Herman Boone. And yeah, I just love that movie. I don't know. All right. I think Herman Boone would be a great leader. All right. We're going to say CM. This CM Emperor Cusco. I don't really remember much about Cusco. I think David Spade voiced that character. That's really all I remember. He was just like the Emperor's new groove. He was the young hotshot guy. I don't know if I can trust him to handle a country. Like how so so think about this. Reflect on this, CM. Think about a coronavirus. Do you want Cusco running the country? Or do you want Coach Herman Boone running the country? Plus, you know, let's be real, guys. There's a little bit of racial tension going on in the country, and it's very sad that that this is going on. But Herman Boone could unite the country. We don't know. We don't know. Think about it. Think about it. JC, Bugs Bunny. I'm going to give JC a pass on this one. Jay-Z's from Columbia, the country, not not Columbia, South Carolina. Jay-Z, JC is... Uh, uh, it's not Jesus Christ. It's not. I know a lot of people think that I have that power and that ability to just talk directly to JC, uh, but I do not. And JC says, Bugs Bunny. And you know what, JC? Give it 20 years, my man. Would not surprise. I mean, we already got a TV show host running the country. Do we not get that? Do we not get that? TV show host. He's a guy, he's a good time president. Meaning, if the country's in good times, like, that's a guy, that's a guy that, like, I mean, I don't like him at all, but it's just, like, that's a guy who, you know, at least he won't run it into the ground. He's a game manager, and I don't even know about that. That's putting it loosely. Because he's definitely not a guy you want during coronavirus. I'll tell you that much. Trump is not a guy you want during coronavirus. And I can reveal this information now because she has cleared quarantine. She's cleared everything. My mom had it. The big C. Okay. And so for Donnie America, and I know he's got the best health care of all time. He's the president. People are upset about that. Oh, look how nice his room is. He has special linen sheets from Egypt. He's the president. Shut up. I don't care who it is. I mean, like the president's obviously going to get the nicest stuff. Grow up. But, uh... Like, Trump acting like he can walk, run up a flight of stairs like two days after having coronavirus. Uh-uh. No shot. He's 74. I mean, that's just a big joke. And I know you don't want to appear weak in front of the American public. It's like the one president, and this, I'm going to sound dumb. It's like the one president that had uh, the legs that didn't work, so he, he was never photographed standing up. He was always photographed sitting down. Was that FDR? Here I go sounding stupid, not helping the West Virginia argument that people from Appalachia aren't dumb. Bugs Bunny, I wouldn't be surprised if he runs a country in a couple years. Oh, okay. EM says, Ferris Bueller, no questions asked. I like that answer. I like that answer. I love Ferris Bueller. Um, Ferris Bueller, 
I'm, I'm still, my mind is so fixated on how to handle coronavirus. He got out of some sticky situations, Ferris did. He really did. And he had a good time doing it, too. Ferris is an all-or-nothing guy. He's not, he's not going to do anything half-heartedly. Which is, I think, I think you kind of want that in a leader. You want a guy, as my last episode, Isaac Bowles, uh, he's talking about slamming into a wall at 100 miles an hour, and you might just break the wall down. You know, that's, that's what Ferris Bueller would be. He, he, he'd be going at it 100%, no questions asked. And I like that. I like that. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, a wartime, God forbid we get into another war. Wartime Ferris? Wartime Ferris would drop a bomb on someone. He would drop an A-bomb on someone. He would do that for sure. But he would do it, he would do it in such a, like a weird, convincing way. Because he, I mean, he hoodwinked, he hoodwinked his principal. And he hoodwinked his parents. He had everybody bamboozled. You know? He had the mater d' at that fancy restaurant bamboozled. He he knows how to connive his way into things. He'd probably get us into some crazy trade deal with China to where China starts paying us money. I like that. I like the Ferris Bueller thing. I'm with you on there, EM. GD, Andy Dufresne. This, this I don't get. This I don't get. I don't get Andy Dufresne. Um... Shawshank Redemption. Haven't seen it. Should. I have not seen Shawshank Redemption. I can't give an opinion on this, going back to opinions. I can't give an opinion on this. And that's an opinion that I wish more people had. It is okay to not be all-knowing, all-seeing. We as regular humans are not omniscient beings. Does that make sense? Okay, we don't have to have an opinion about everything. And just because your color wheel aligns with something does not mean that you have to wholeheartedly agree with everything just because of that color wheel. Color wheel, red or blue. I, I'm trying to tiptoe around saying Republican or Democrat. I'm trying to tiptoe around that. Okay? Just because... Your, your party says one thing, but you might think something else, but you're like, ah, at the end of the day, party over country or whatever. You don't have to do that. I think we're so, it's so indoctrinated in our minds that it's like, oh, you have to be one or the other. There can only be one. And I'll tell you one thing for the nerds out there. You will get this quote. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Think about that before you lay your head on your pillow. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, let's move on. All right, all right. KR, Ron Swanson. Hmm, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson's a Trump guy. Ron Swanson is a Trump guy. So, I I don't know. Ron Swanson's a little bit better than the Trump guy, though, because Ron Swanson, he gives off this hard demeanor, but he's I think he's a softie. I also didn't watch Parks and Rec. I've only seen the memes and little clips of Ron Swanson. I feel like there's a little bit of softie in Ron Swanson. I feel like he's. I feel like he can kind of be a sweetheart. Am I wrong on that? Can someone that watched the show tell me that? Because I haven't. I haven't seen the show. But I do know Ron Swanson. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a rough and tough guy. I'll move on because I again, it is okay to say, "Hey, I don't know enough about this. I won't have an opinion on it." 
that's what I wanted to get back to with the whole color wheel thing. It's okay to say I'm ignorant on the subject. I don't know enough to have an argument on the internet. Jeez. Tommy, Thomas, Thomas Shelby. Thomas Shelby. Peaky Blinders. Again, how do you say this guy's name? Kieran Murphy? I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> I haven't seen the show, man. I haven't seen the show. I'm sorry. You know, I love the mob stuff. I love any sort of uh, mob, you know, show. Again, for me, it's Italian mafia stuff. I can't do this British stuff. So I've been watching Michael Francis. I want to give a shout out to him too. Michael Francis, for those that don't know, he's a real, like, he's a real, real guy. Okay? He's a real guy. He's a smart guy too. He's now this public speaker and this motivator, and I, I think he uh, passed this some. He's a, he's a Christian. He turned Christian once he got into um, jail, racketeering, all this stuff. He, he I think he got caught up in the RICO Act with Giuliani. I'm not positive. Again, I'm still trying to figure out about the guy. I've only seen a handful of YouTube videos of him. Uh, I think he was on Pat McAfee's podcast as well. But he's a really interesting guy. If you have any sort of interest into uh, mob life, mafia life, uh, opinions from a real guy and and sort of like life lessons because he he gives these little talking points too. It's just like you watch. He's like, I'm trying to do it now. He's like, yo, you watch these movies and you think that oh, this might be for me, but really, you know, at the end of the day, they all end up dead or in jail. It's not a good, it's not a good life to live. And you know, you have all these side pieces, these girlfriends. You're not staying faithful to your wife and kids. It's not a good life to live. And it's like this is a commendable guy. Granted, he you know he may have taken a lot of money from from people or or companies or what have you. But it's like, you know, he he served his time. He paid his price. If you dance, you got to pay the fiddler. All that stuff. And he's a nice guy. I want to get Michael Francis on the show eventually. Whenever I get my rep up. I would like to get Michael Francis on the show. Look him up. I'm serious on YouTube. That's my one. That's our. This is a class, so this is my reading. This is my weekly reading I'm giving you. It's Michael Francis, so check that out. A couple more here, and we'll be done. Um, SH, Gibby. That's that's funny. Gibby, you know, he's uh, he's a kooky guy. I don't, I mean, the show was good. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say to that. Um, all right, here we go. Last one, uh, last one. RT, my homie, RT. <laughs> Al Zervik. Al Zervik, for those that don't know, is the, uh, he's one of the main characters in Caddyshack. He's Rodney Dangerfield's character in Caddyshack. And this could tie it all together here because Dangerfield's comedy club in New York just got shut down. Um, Dangerfield was a great comic. And that movie, so he plays this, he kind of plays a Trump guy if you think about it. He's a real estate construction tycoon and he's just buying out all the stuff. Except he's more of a degenerate though. So I don't know where he would lie politically. Um, maybe maybe we need more parties. Again, you're going to hear me push for that a lot. I think we need more options. But anyways, uh, Al Zervik, man, at the end, he's like, hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> I love that. Uh, oh, someone stepped on a duck. Oh, I love, dude, Rodney Dangerfield's all time, man. I don't get no respect. That's fun. There's a funny story. I'll share. I'll share this story with you. There's a funny story about Rodney Dangerfield on the set of uh, Caddyshack. Other than the, f- there's a lot of funny stories on that on that uh, on that movie, uh, on set and stuff like that, like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray not liking each other. I think there's a story about the Irish girl. Thanks, thanks for nothing. I don't remember. Uh, the I'm just reading lines at this point. The all time line where Chevy Chase is like, "Do drugs, Danny? Yep, every day." 
<laughs> but Al Zervik. Okay, so this guy is a character. He he's uh, he degenerate. Like I said, he comes into the nice fancy country club. He wants to buy it out. All that stuff. He always has all the fancy stuff, and he's just a uh, he 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 likes to have a good time. He's like Buddy Garrity in Friday Night Lights, if we remember that. But here's the story about Rodney Dangerfield, and I'll close with this. Rodney, uh, on the set of that movie, you know, he kept delivering one-liners as as Rodney did, and he kept trying to ham up the punch up the lines and deliver all these jokes, and nobody was laughing, and he just flipped out. He's like, oh, come out here, nobody's laughing. I can't do nothing at all. I don't get no respect. And... Uh, they're like, Rodney, like we're shooting a movie. Like we can't laugh behind the camera. And he goes, oh, so I'm killing? <laughs> and uh, yeah, he did a great job, made everybody laugh. And I think he would be a great leader. And I think I would be the best leader uh, of all. Because as we know, I love me some me. But anyways, thank you all for listening to today's episode. It got a little bit preachy there for a minute. It was very, nah, it's not even out of character. You know, that was pretty real. So thank you guys very much for listening. Remember to, to subscribe to the show. It's everywhere podcasts are. iHeartRadio, Radio.com, Audible, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Play. I'm on some other weird apps. I don't know. I'm everywhere, man. Literally everywhere. So subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about it so it can grow. Uh, if you have any suggestions on people you might want to hear, I'm down to look into their stuff and save, see if they'd be a good match. Uh, for the show and all that stuff. So thank you guys very much. I will see you when I see you. In the meantime, keep all those questions and answers coming and keep taking care of yourselves. And I hope you have a great day.